we stand at the threshold of Holy Week, the week in which we commemorate the most profound mysteries of life and death, of God and man, of love and sin. We prepared for 40 days to step into Holy Week and remind ourselves that by doing so, we step into new life, a new life won for us by Christ at a very high cost. We must not take this step lightly. And like any other Mass, we have two Gospels today. In the first Gospel, we were reminded that our Lord took the first step humbly, just as we should do. He's the Messiah, and the people expected him to clean house, to become a great political and military leader with both miracles and protest in his wake. This is Jesus, the prophet, we heard. He was the miracle worker, and he came humbly. We know he was more than a prophet or a political leader with divine aid. We know his mission was conquest by the cross. And within a day, his followers' convictions were shaken to the core. Holy Week is a time for considering our convictions in the light of Christ's passion, death, and resurrection. And in fact, our convictions may need a little shaking up. In today's first reading, the prophet Isaiah described the suffering servant. He reminds us that our Lord knew he was in for suffering. Isaiah knew that if it was in the Lord's service, it was worth it. And we call today Passion Sunday not because of our Lord's passionate love for us. It's Passion Sunday because Christ begins his path of suffering. Passion from the Latin word passio, meaning undergoing suffering. It's where the word compassion takes its origin. And Christ loves us passionately because he is willing to suffer so that we might have what is best for us, so that we might have salvation. Our Lord enters Jerusalem, knowing a new level of suffering is at hand. But he does not hesitate because the stakes are our salvation. He is the suffering servant from Isaiah, who offered himself for the forgiveness of our sins. St. Paul reminds us that Christ had no need or desire for more glory. His incarnation, we know, was lowly and poor. He didn't slide by in his mission by becoming a child of royalty, by living in palaces, or taking an easy road. God humbled himself. He became a slave for us, and he taught us humility and obedience, and he wants us to follow this path. We walked with Jesus during his passion in the last hours of angst, betrayal, solitude, pain. And he sought from us and for us peace, loyalty, 
communion, and joy. We walked with him, and his actions drew us in. His heart poured out and inspired us. And our response to Christ's immense love says it all about our faith and about our future. We're not just celebrating another Sunday and then returning to work on Monday. We're beginning Holy Week, the week where we walk alongside Jesus in his passion. Palm Sunday to Easter Sunday, the holiest week of the year. This is the most liturgically packed time of the year, especially starting on Holy Thursday. I invite you to consider attending at least one liturgy beyond our normal obligatory Sundays. Why not the evening Mass of the Lord's Supper on Holy Thursday? Or come commemorate the Lord's Passion on Good Friday? Or rejoice with those who are received into the sacraments of initiation at the Easter Vigil? And if you cannot attend or additional liturgies, you can live each day and moment of Holy Week amidst your day-to-day chores and occupations. Spend a moment to consider our Lord's last few days in Jerusalem. Picture Judas going out to betray him. Consider the institution of the priesthood and the Eucharist. Meditate on the scene at Gethsemane and Christ's capture. Stand at his side when he is facing Pilate or at the foot of his cross at Calvary. Sit with him in the tomb. Go to wherever Mary or one of the disciples is suffering in silence and solitude and speak with them. Pour yourself into the mysteries of Christ's passion. Together, may we make this a truly holy, holy week.